Pomco City Council business meeting. It is Tuesday, February 2nd, 2021. It is 6 p.m. Please rise and join me in the Pledge of Allegiance to the flag.
what you've done at Holland Park lately is spectacular. So anyhow, I'm here to ask, would you consider doing one more thing for another activity? Um, in your Wadsworth Park, you have a nice skateboarding park there. Just to the right of it is a nice little field. Would you consider making that a remote controlled car field for us to play with remote controlled cars in a racing type of you know, track environment? Currently, um, the closest one is in Ormond. Every Wednesday night we go to Ormond. We have a nice track down there. It's all lit up and very professionally done. Um, guys come from all the way from St. Augustine up in Jacksonville to come down to there. The next closest one is an hour and 45 minutes away. I just went up there by Mount Dora. So um, something around here, it's not going to cost really any money. There's a club there that will come and make it and move the dirt around. I mean, the lights from the skate park kind of cast on that side anyhow. I mean, if you just took one and turned it, it would, <laughs> that's it. So we're not asking for a whole lot out of it, just that some dedicated area. And I think the club would make the, uh, make the track and it would be a great addition to the town. Yeah, please consider. So anyhow, um, if there's a way to propose this more formally, paperwork and so forth, just point in the right direction. I'll definitely let you know following all public comments. Yes, thank you. Next speaker. Steve Carr, Palm Coast. None of us likes deceptions, you know. We just don't like them. Uh, we just don't like for people to deceive us in some way. In some ways, the residents of Florida Park Drive feel like we're being deceived. We keep asking, we keep asking that uh, something be done about the amount of traffic, the speeding traffic, and we're always told there's something coming, there's something coming, and it just never gets to Florida Park Drive. I'm talking because of, I've been doing it for 10 years, asking for some, something. Um, I was told a Palm Harbor project, uh, uh, extension project, was going to reduce traffic on Florida Park Drive. It increased it. I was told Matanzas Woods uh, I-95 interchange would reduce traffic on Florida Park Drive. It increased it. Um, I've been told all kind of things about speed humps, why we can't use speed humps, but yet there are many cities in the state of Florida that do use speed humps to control the volume and speed of traffic. So I don't know where all of the deceptions are, but there, there's a lot of it out there. I would like to ask before you make any kind of changes to Florida Park Drive, that you do a thorough study and come up with <coughs> what percentage of traffic will reduction will it be for Florida Park Drive before you do the change. Know what you're gonna get know what you're going to be able to tell the residents how it's going to improve your life don't deceive us that it's going to improve us and then you do something and it doesn't improve it that's all we're asking for we don't like deceptions no more than anybody else most people don't know that there are actually five non-residential roads that connect palm coast parkway to the matanzas wood Palm Harbor uh, Parkway Corridor. Don't have to go through two residential neighborhoods, Florida Park Drive and Clubhouse Drive. Don't have to. There's five non-residential roads that connect that. Most of you, I don't know if you could name them, but there are five. We 
can study it, you'll see that they are. So why aren't we using these non-residential roads rather than forcing a lot of traffic through a residential neighborhood? 8,400 cars a day, 60 feet from homes. That's just unacceptable. So don't, don't deceive us. Do, do some real thorough studies and come back with something that will help us and let us know. Thank you. Next speaker. Seeing none, we'll close the public comment. Is there one? Or Matt? Yeah. Um, Matt, can you please follow up with um, Mr. West's comments on Burroughs Drive to do an analysis of the swales that he said will just replace and then look at what we can do about construction concerns? Sure. Um, actually, Matt, I'll also say on the 25th of January, we came to communicate with the HDA and they requested additional guidance and updated standards on temporary loading and storm water control within the group swales. Um, and I'd love to give you the opportunity to get specific information because I'm not familiar with the uh, swale project in Burroughs on Belterra and then talked about the code, uh, code issue. Absolutely, please. Um, and uh, as far as Wadsworth Park, Wadsworth Park is a county park. Um, so I'd be happy to do a couple of things. Uh, one is speak to the chairman of the county commission uh, to see if um, they could get together with you or your group uh, to see if there's an interest there. So if you will leave your name and contact information with our communications officer, um, I'll make sure, um, Brad, um, that I'll make sure I'll put you guys in contact and I'll explain the request. Thank you. Okay. We'll now move to agenda item number E1, which is the approval of the minutes of City Council, January 19th, 2021. Do I have a motion? I'll make that motion. Second. Second. All those in favor, please say aye. Aye. Any opposed? Seeing none, it passes unanimously. Agenda item number F2 is a presentation for Advent Health, new hospital on Palm Coast Parkway. Matt, did you want to introduce it or do you just want them to present or either way? I'm sorry, I thought, I thought you were going to introduce them. So we have a presentation tonight from our community health partner, Advent Health, regarding their new hospital proposal for Palm Coast Parkway. Yes. Thank you, Matt. Good evening, City Council. Good evening, Mayor Melissa. It is a pleasure to be here share the excitement that we shared earlier uh, uh, last week with our community. It's been a long journey. We have been working on this for a long time. When I had the privilege to come back and work in the city that I live, in Palm Coast, about two years ago, I was tasked with this incredible um, and exciting project to figure out a way that we can serve our community better either by looking at the current facility or if we needed to expand and make sure that our community didn't have to travel somewhere else for treatment. And so we did a lot of work. I want to thank the city of Palm Coast because they have been part of this work, the, the due diligence that we perform in multiple sites. When we actually looked at our current site also and we decided that that was not feasible, we finally identified the property in Palm Coast Parkway, and we are excited that we'll be starting this project soon. Uh, and we'll be able to uh, offer more, better access and high quality healthcare to our community. 
Now, I know that there are some questions out in the community, and there's one in particular that is pretty popular, and I would like to address it. It is about a birth center. We get a lot of questions about that and why, even though we're putting this beautiful facility in our community, we'll not have a birth center. I don't have the latest data in terms of 2020 yet, but not too long ago, we looked at the data of the number of births from Flagler County, and it was around 800, 824 to be exact. So after doing all of the analysis, it became clear to us that if we had a birth center, we would only have less than two births per day in Flagler County in our hospital. Obviously, we're not counting that we would have had 100% of the market because that's not realistic. Now, that becomes a little obvious when you look at your financial impact, right? Having two births on a, on a less than two births per day. But the biggest problem for us as a, a healthcare system is recruiting physicians that would be willing to come to a community where they know that the volume is so low. It would be incredibly difficult for us to recruit trained nurses to come and work in a unit where they would not be able to keep up with the requirements, the number of births for their proficiencies. So that is even a bigger issue for us than just looking at financial. So I wanted to take this opportunity to address that. The other topic also is uh, a trauma center. Ma many of us know that uh, a trauma center is something that needs to be approved by the state and there are requirements around that and about two, or three, two years ago, we got a consultant company to take a look at to see how close we were, and we weren't even close. There is a lot of requirements. There's a lot of demand that needs to take place for us to be able even to apply and try to get approved by the state. But we are happy to offer all of the other services that we need in our community, surgery, cath lab, another ER in our community, and I, I believe this is going to be important. And um, we look forward in, in working with the city to be able to accomplish this. Thank and you for your um, presentation tonight. Um, Council, any questions or comments on the presentation? Um, if, I, if I may, I would just like to say uh, I'm looking forward to our continued um, integration between the community and Advent Health. You're a tremendous partner in our community. And I can't say enough great things about you guys. The commitment that you have not only to uh, serving Palm Coast, but to bettering our community is really something that uh, I admire and I hope that we can continue to enhance that. And just um, sincerely, I'd like to thank you for expanding inside of our community. Thank you. Thank you. Other than thank you very, very much, but I don't know why. So your company is very, very dear to me and you know the reasons more than anybody else. So, uh, you know, I, I, I'd like to have another hospital, especially closed a place where my son maybe had a chance that we had another hospital there it would be a lot faster so thank you uh, what is what is the number of uh, births that uh, would be feasible for to put one so usually the number should be around 1200 alone not 1200 for the market right so if we, if we were going to take our share 
the number should be around 1100 to 1200 verse to start making sense. Thank you so much. And I'm sure you had a lot of questions around that, that topic too, because we were just seeing all over the place in different areas. Thank you. Uh, you done, Victor? Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, first, I use your doctors, so I'm real happy with you guys. Uh, always been a great experience. Uh, the birth thing is a big question. It comes up a lot. I hear it a lot. When, when you just said 1,200, you're talking a year, right? Yes, sir. Okay, because before you were like saying two a day is what you figure you'd have. So it, based on the data that we have, again, I, I just want to make sure that uh, we understand. The data that I looked at is whatever was available. We don't have the 2020 yet. I don't believe that there's... Uh, a lot of increase from 2019 and 18. It was 824, the entire market. When you say entire market? Flagler County. Okay. So that means that they are going either to our hospital 25 minutes south of us or a hospital 40 minutes north of us, one of the two, right? So if we look at that and we look, let's, let's assume that we would have 75% of the market, which is extremely high, uh, we would average less than two babies per day in our unit here, in which is, is not unsustainable. And I'm still using numbers like 75%. That's still high. It, it will probably be around 60. You know, a lot of physicians and families already have relationships in other hospitals and other markets, and they'll continue to do that. And so um, we're not there yet. All right, thank you. Yes, sir. The, the other question I get from a lot of people is a children's unit? Yes. Is it, there's nothing uh, really close by? So, so you're talking about an inpatient unit to treat pediatrics. And that, that's a very interesting because uh, we were actually looking at that this week uh, just to make sure and confirm what we knew about it before. So um, out of 99... Um, 99 patients that we saw last year from the ages 12 to 18, only 16 needed to be transferred for surgery. Uh, the last time I looked at that data was the data from 2018. We had about 4,500 visits, total visits, not, not related, just 12 to 18. Anybody 18 and under? I'm sorry, anybody under 18? 18 is ER right here. Uh, 4,500 visits. Out of the 4,500 visits, only 99 was actually hospitalized throughout the entire year. And when we talk about a unit hospitalizing minors, there's more that needs to be done. It's not just having a unit that you can treat uh, children. You, you need specialized physicians in different areas to support that unit. And when we say support that unit, we're talking about throughout 24 seven on call. And so that volume again, doesn't uh, support that. The truth is that the reality is for minors, kids, the majority of the time, they don't need to be hospitalized. It's, there are exceptions, but we know that the ma majority of the time they can be taken care of by a physician office or in the ED or in urgent care. Thank you. Yes, sir. Just uh, wanted to <clears throat> extend also um, my sincere thanks for your uh, considerable investment into our community. Um, already an investment that you make each and every day, but 
I also want to highlight the fact of the partnerships you've created um, with our school district through the medical flagship program uh, that will begin the process of creating those career opportunities for our students right here. Um, but continuing that partnership with Daytona State College, the other university systems, um, offering clinical rotations, offering access and capacity and information on where those jobs are needed um, and how important they are. So this secondary hospital will obviously offer additional um, access, quality health care for our residents, but tremendous career opportunities. And right. if we do this right and we do it well, every student will have the ability to live and work in Palm Coast right. or Flagler County um, in, in a high paying sector. So yes. I'm very appreciative of this moment. It is incredibly significant and we look forward to our continued partnership. Right. And we are committed to the, uh, our projects here with, with the universities and college and I think it's going to have a great impact. We are gonna need a lot of talent, yes. 400 jobs to start. It's not easy and, and great paying job. I mean, we, we looked at our performer and the average paying uh, will be in the 60s, 67, $65,000. Uh, but we, not, we need to bring the talent here so we can do this. Yes, so let's get to work. Yes. <laughs> thank you, Wally. Really appreciate it. All right, thank you. Appreciate thank your time. Thank you, Wally. Thank you. Thank you. Um, agenda item number F3 is a presentation for Flagler County Social Services. Are they here? Okay. We will um, move that to another date. Okay. Perfect. Agenda item number F4 is a proclamation of Rare Disease Day. Vice Mayor Branquino will be presenting. If you want to. Anybody to accept yes, it? Yes, Mr. Okay, West. Then I'll go down there. Okay. <coughs>
the official designated as Rare Disease Day in Palm Coast, signed on this second day of February 2021 by the City Mayor, Melissa Holland, and we took by the Blue Water District Manager, Thank, Thank you, sir. Thank you, Thank Mayor you very Holland. much. Um, fortunately, the proclamation pretty much covers everything I ever have to say about it. The only things that, that may change are the numbers. Um, unfortunately, because they are rare diseases, there's not enough for anybody to do research on. In the state of Florida, my particular disease, there's roughly 400 people in the country with. I have to go to Orlando or Jacksonville to find a neurologist familiar with my disease. I cannot go to a local hospital. They turn me away. So when a city issues a proclamation, hopefully the state does also, it is now an International Rare Disease Day. It is recognized internationally on the last day of February, which usually is the 28th, as Rare Disease Day. I would like to thank you for issuing the proclamation last year, even though I did not contact you for it because I was actually in the hospital at the time. So I appreciate that the council has carried this on, and I hope that you do in the future, whether I'm here or not. Um, Rare Disease Day is always, to me, important to be recognized. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Stay well. We'll now move to agenda item number G5, Mr. Reichman. Yes, Mayor Council. This is the second reading of a quasi-judicial matter. It's the ordinance uh, amending the West Pines MPD development agreement. The title is as follows. An ordinance of the City Council of the City of Palm Coast, Florida, providing for the first amended and restated master plan development or MPD development agreement for the West Pines master plan development or MPD, generally located along Weymouth Lane, by also allowing single-family detached homes in addition to single-family attached homes, providing for single-family development standards for legislative findings and intent, providing for severability for conflicts, and providing for an effective date. As this is a quasi-judicial matter, Mayor, Council, if there have been any ex parte communications since the first reading of the title of this ordinance, those should be disclosed at this time. Vice Mayor no, Barquino. not at all. Councilman Klufek? Councilmember <coughs> Barbosa? No. Councilmember Dabble? No. Thank you very much, Mayor. Thank you. Thank you, Mayor, City Council. You heard this item at the January 19, 2021 business meeting, and there have been no changes suggested or made to the item since then. The staff does not have a presentation, but we do have staff available if you have questions for them. Council, any questions or comments on this agenda item? Seeing none, I'll open up to the public. Any member of the public wish to make public comment on agenda item number G5, please do so at this time. I will close public comment, take it back to this council. Uh, Ms. Mayor, uh, may I just note that my uh, conflict still stands, uh, just for the council to be aware, so I won't be voting for this item. Thank you. I'll entertain a motion. I'll make a motion to approve this. There's a second. I'll second it. We can second it. All those in favor, please say aye. 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 Any opposed? Seeing none, it passes unanimously. Exception noted. Uh, agenda under number H6 is a resolution approving a work order with CPH Incorporated to provide survey and CAD plan assistance for the L section PEP main improvements project. General Mayor, City Council, 
There's some pet name improvements in the L section, specifically along the portions of London Drive, Lee Drive, Lima Lane, and Lighting Drive. This resolution would enable us to work with our consultant for some survey work, some right-of-way geometry, a topographic survey, any assistance in creating some CAD drawings. Also, we can get to a place where we can bid this capital project to continue to enhance existing capacity and provide for future capacity of the PEP systems in combination with our sewage demand in the L section area. Council, any questions or comments on this agenda item? Open up to the public. Any member of the public wish to make public comment on agenda item number H6, please do so at this time. Close public comment. Take it back to this council. Entertain a motion. Make the motion. I'll second it. Moved and seconded. All those in favor, please say aye. 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 Opposed? <coughs> Seeing none, it passes unanimously. Agenda item number H7 is a resolution approving a work order with McKim and Creed to provide engineering services for the replacement of three motor control centers at Water Treatment Plant 1. several times over the years to continue the functionality. It's now at the point where the reliability of these control centers is in question at the end of their useful, useful service life. So this is a not to exceed scope and fee with McKim and Creed to provide these services to help design uh, these motor control replacements. These are budgeted funds out of the fiscal year 21 capital fund project. And we do have uh, Carl Cody available if there are any questions. What's any questions or comments on this agenda item? None will open up to the public. Any member of the public wish to make public comment on agenda item number H7, please do so at this time. We'll close public comment. Take it back to this council. Entertain a motion. Make the motion. Second it. Moved and seconded. All those in favor, please say aye. 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 Any opposed? None. It passes unanimously. Agenda item number H8 is a resolution approving except expenses related to the Palm Harbor Golf Cart Storage and Maintenance Building roof replacement. Again, Honorable Mayor, City Council, this project was actually in motion last year and got sidetracked because of the cost exceeding what we had estimated. Uh, this was partially due to some additional work that needed to be completed, including fixing some rot rotted soffits and fascia board. Uh, this proposal will replace the roofs on both the maintenance buildings plus provide those repairs that are needed to the damaged soffits and uh, soffits and fascia areas of the building. Uh, this proposal would expend approximately $192,000 using a current piggyback back of Racine County uh, and Omnia Partners. This source funds are budgeted with a 10% contingency uh, to complete this current work order contract and again for specific questions we have Carl Cody. Council, any questions or comments on this agenda item? Then I'll open up to the public. Any member of the public wish to make public comment on this agenda item, please do so at this time. Public comment? No one does? Um, take it back to this council and entertain a motion. I'll make that motion. Seconded. Moved and seconded. All those in favor, please say aye. 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 Any opposed? Seeing none, it passes unanimously. Agenda item number H9 is a resolution approving piggybacking City of Palm Beach Gardens with Olson LaVoy Corporation for architectural design services. 
Pinko Romero stated this is a piggyback of Olson LaVoy. One of the council's consistent priorities is to enhance recreational opportunities, our recreational experiences, as well as, which was began, contemplated, I believe, in 2018, National Pickleball in the community, and that project, as you know, was augmented to create more energy in a dedicated rapid facility. This contract would enable us to take the next step in using the dedicated funds that have been budgeted for the expansion and renovation of the Palm Coast Tennis Center into a regional racket facility. This consultant has extensive recreational facility experience and has completed design of similar expansion projects that were very recently constructed. We intend to use this firm to assist in the master planning and design efforts utilizing the funds. Judge Carl Cody, if there are more specific questions. Well, any questions or comments on this agenda item? I would just like to give a shout out to the city staff that had conducted all of the tennis and racket meetings over the last few weeks. I know that we got a ton of feedback that I'm sure will be incorporated further down the line for this, for further input into the way that the city is going to move forward in designing and incorporating their ideas. So I just wanted to give a quick shout out to Lauren and her team for conducting those meetings in such an orderly fashion. Questions or comments? Any member of the public wish to make public comment on this agenda item? Please do so at this time. Comment? I'll close. I'll take it back to this council and retain a motion. I'll make that motion. Seconded. Moved and seconded. All those in favor, please say aye. 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 Any opposed? <coughs> Seeing none, it passes unanimously. There's nothing on the consent agenda this evening. We'll now move to agenda item number J, which is public participation. For those that have not spoken at the beginning of the meeting, they have the opportunity to speak at the end. You have up to three minutes. Please state your name for the record. You've already spoken, sir, just one time. Thank you. Nothing? Okay. Close public comment. Uh, we'll take it to this council. Discussion by city council matters not on the agenda. Vice Mayor Valentino. Well, <clears throat> this last two weeks have been phenomenal and uh, have made me proud of the people that actually have worked on that. Personally, I had nothing to do with it. I'm just going to take the credits. Uh, we're going to bring a lot of jobs to this uh, area. And Mayor, I know you've been involved with this, and uh, <clears throat> I had no idea what was being worked in the background. I'm pretty sure that uh, you're probably going to talk about uh, the Boston Weller, the Brunswick Company, and the hospital. Uh, so I'm not going to say anything other than thank you. Thank you, Matthew, and anybody else that I don't know that worked on that, because I really didn't know any of this. But it's, there are surprises in life that actually are good surprises. This is a good surprise, and I'm pretty sure that, at least for me and the people that I've spoken with, they're very happy about the job that you've done, and I congratulate you for that. Thank you, and congratulate anybody else that was involved. Thank you. Thank you. Sorry. Absolutely. I was just going to uh, second what Councilman Burkino had said that the economic impact of these projects that the city has brought before us and thank you for um, everything that you're doing and on behalf of the city staff. Uh, thank you. These During the downtime, I'm sure that we see these numbers that Flagler County's unemployment rate isn't, the attrition isn't exactly what we want to be and these are the type of projects that are certainly going to be moving us in the right direction. So I just wanted to extend uh, my thanks and gratitude that uh, we are moving during a pandemic in the right direction. Thank you. Council Member Barbosa. 
I just have something very simple, a simple request, because after our last meeting, I had several residents uh, mention this to me. If we can all remember, because of the plexiglass and the mask, to speak a little louder into the microphones. A lot of times, folks cannot hear us. And actually, like if Councilman Klufus speaks, I have a hard time hearing you if you're not up to that mic, and we're not that far apart, but we have this. So that's all, something simple. Thank you. Um, and just, uh, yeah, adding to my comments, um, everyone um, in this community was absolutely excited and elated about the news of uh, Boston Waller uh, selecting the city of Pump Coast as their home. Um, this really uh, is attributed towards, um, you know, a, a, a team effort. Um, I will say what attracted them uh, to our community are many things, so it's important to note that when you're talking to CEOs, um, they love the quality of life that the city of Palm Coast offers. They love that we have a strong education foundation in our community. They love that we have a safe community. Um, and they love that we are exploring and developing workforce development opportunities for our students. And so they truly want to see a strong partnership with um, uh, many of the stakeholders that I referenced earlier. And I think what you're going to see is they're going to hit the ground running. Um, they are very eager uh, to get through uh, the process and we are there to stand shoulder to shoulder with them. Um, so you're going to be hearing about uh, work um, career fair, fairs that we're going to be partnering with, um, those sorts of things that I know our residents have been very eager once the news broke of when they can look at um, career opportunities and um, so you'll be hearing a lot more about that. But we are working diligently with many partners uh, in order to fast track this and move this forward. Uh, in a responsible way, we are uh, communicating with all the partners and um, just very, very proud because they want a long-lasting relationship in the city of Palm Coast. And um, it was just, uh, it's, it's an exciting team. It really is. They're, they're very positive and uh, they're very professional, but this is going to bring forth other opportunities that I know this community will be er very eager about as well. So. Um, very excited and, and thankful to city staff and certainly our city manager uh, who spent a tremendous amount of time as well uh, speaking um, about the value of coming to Palm Coast and why this was a competitive process and you know they were looking at other areas and they chose Palm Coast so um, this is a good day for our community so so discussion by city attorney on agenda nothing there uh, discussion by city manager matters not on the agenda. Nothing tonight, thank you. Oh, make a motion to adjourn. Sure.